If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. It's time for a song, Solid time working. for a song. Time for a song, time for a song. Q&A, Q&A, Q&A. Can you do a polka dot song for Adam. me? Adam. Polka dot? God. Polka dot Adam. bikini. Go, go, come on, sing. Go, go. I can't do it. Come on, bro. I can't do it. He makes me so mad. polka dot bikini. Make me so mad just because you don't want to sing. No, I do want Dude, with all my heart, I want to sing. With all my heart, I want to sing. It's a sad day. I know. Bro, I would, dude. Do your best. You know what? I would give up one of my nuts to be able to have a voice like no, Justin's. you wouldn't. And then you'd only have two left. I went, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. And I'd be normal with a great voice. Why don't you? Do- <laughs> Why don't you donate that extra testicle to right. science? In case I ever need it. Uh, a backup. Wouldn't you like to have a backup of every body part you have? A backup nut. Yeah. Do you know what happens when you lose a ball? <laughs> do you happened? know what happens? Nothing. The other ball then produces the testosterone that the one that's gone. Was producing so you actually your testosterone levels remain normal. Isn't that strange? We have a few things in our body that, that we don't we don't need to have both of them that we can our bodies. Can well, function. I just think how it's spec. It's like it, to me, it's just fascinating the the wonder and the amazingness of the testicles. The fact that one of them could just pick up like it'd be like if if I lost an arm, my left arm like if I left lost my left arm, my right arm all of a sudden became so good at doing everything that it wouldn't it would be like I never be lost super, my left arm. It becomes strong as strong as both arms. Nothing nothing in your body <laughs> so awesome. nothing in your body does that but yes. your balls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's special. That is kind of special. That's special if you, you ask me. Special balls. I got three of them. I got, I got three special, special balls. balls. I got three special balls. He's singing. I got three. He's singing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was close to harmony. Hey, you know what? I um, I talk about balls. Of course, he's gonna sing. Yeah. Three <laughs> special ones. I got three special balls. My name is Adam. Hey, Adam. What? Your hair. Your hair's. Your hair is fucking awesome right tomorrow, now. What'd tomorrow I get what'd you, hair. What'd you, do? Tomorrow, what'd you do to your hair, dude? Tomorrow I get a haircut. <laughs> so, you know, you, come on, come on, come on. You guys can help me out here and relate to me. You know what it's like. You look it's, like Ted. I'm I'm, I'm overdue a little bit, okay? I'm a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but is there anything in your hair? Because it's, it's like malleable. Every, like... If you move it to the left, it all sticks up in that direction. Well, this is how this would happen. Or is that just natural gel? No, this is how this is what happens when you start to lose all your hair and it's really thin. (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens, bro. Because back when I had manipulate it, no, it just it's just it's weak. It goes off on its own. (laughs) He said it's weak. It's 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 really sad. It just decides different things. (laughs) I I used I used to be the kid who used to go get his hair cut and like the the hairstylist lady whoever was your hair's so thin. Oh, your hair. Oh, you have beautiful thick hair oh you're so lucky oh what do they what do they say now oh <laughs> you know you know what they say now they don't say shit and then i go like hey uh does it look like i'm i'm thinner than the last time i was here they're like um no no you're you you look about the oh, same and, liars. And i'm like yeah now that you guys sucks. are lying to me you guys are that fucking sucks. hate you guys <laughs> for the longest for the longest time i was in denial you know and then that time then that that day happened did you see the hair on the pillow stuff no the first time i ever saw like saw me losing hair or thought that i was thinning was it was after shampooing one time and, and i you saw i saw a couple of strands of hair in my hand and i'm like 
what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You're like checking the, sh- checking the shampoo bottle, make sure you didn't put like acid in your head. head. Or They're like, oh. what did I just put in here? It says fucking head and shoulders. I don't understand. It should be fine. I didn't put the nair on my head. Yeah, I didn't put the nair here. I'm losing mine too, but to a far less smaller degree than you are. It's, <laughs> Thanks, it's like a little Thanks, bit. Thanks, Dick. <laughs> it's doing the widow peaky thing. It's a little bit in the back, maybe. Yeah. Maybe uh, you know, you know there, what I mean. There's, there's uh, nothing wrong with losing your hair, bro. Oh, bro, you're fine. Oh. You're fine. You just took my Monday to another level. No, right now. No, no. <laughs> you know, there's phases of Mondays. there's phases of this where, um, and I'm not through the phase where it's okay yet. Like I'm like, you know, I and I've watched my two best friends. Are you hoping that it'll come back? Or yeah. Something? Well, no. I've, I'm beyond. I'm beyond <laughs> oh, the glory days. Yeah. There. That was about a year and a half ago. I was like, you're just trying to stop it. Stop the process. Yeah. Well, no. Keep- year a year and a half ago, it was like, you know, I could get it back. I could <laughs> if I start buying these products that are going to help help it regenerate and grow. Bro, I'm telling you, saw palmetto shampoo. It doesn't matter. Bro. It does. No. It does. Everybody, you know what? You everybody know has a, everybody has a fucking. This is why I'm. You know, and if those that are listening right now, don't send me a bunch of your bullshit. That oh uh, no, I'm telling no, you, I don't want to hear, dude. Maybe um, we could get sponsored by hair no, dinosaur dude, oil, dude. Yeah, I don't even want to hear your story. I don't want to hear it because everybody. This is why I don't like talking about this subject because the moment I do talk about it, then all of a sudden my inbox is flooded. People <laughs> trying to help me out, dude. Trying to help no. me out, like, motherfucker. Unless you can come over and grow fucking hair on my head, right now, or let me borrow yours, you ain't helping me out. What about like, minoxidil? Does that work, dude? I have researched every fucking pill and juice and goji thing and freaking <laughs> special prayer that I'm supposed to do before bed. Like I've done it all. Bro. You know, I heard guys start practicing alchemy. Now I heard that minoxidil will make hair grow anywhere, right? Like you could put it on your like arm. Is that true? I don't know. Because how funny would it be if you took your like your friend's like shower gel and just put minoxidil on it? <laughs> he just washes his body uh, uh, every day. That would be, be pretty. All of a sudden, yeah. all of a sudden, he's Sicilian. <laughs> uh, so, so Adam, you were gonna talk about? Oh no, I was. You were just, gonna talk about something other than? Uh, yeah, other than, than your than your, andro- oh. than your androgenic alopecia. Uh, I know, the <laughs> androgenic alopecia. <laughs> For some reason, I'm not losing it on my ass though. I'm fucking. I got that. No problem. That, it's, that's not going anywhere. In fact, I think that's getting that's getting furrier as I get older. You think in my it's, head the, it's the hair transfer? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is a confessional. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, well, Sal got me hella depressed, dude. Talking about in. my head, dude. Fucking a. Well, you yeah, saw you saw my ass. closed chambers uh-huh. here. Huh? You said you saw my ass running down the hall. Yeah, it's plenty hairy, dude. Yeah, it's, I'm good. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're good. good. There. Yeah. For some reason, you still got both going for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lucky, lucky you. <laughs> lucky you. <laughs> so ass hair is hair, bro. The, the topic I did want to talk about. We hey, you know what? We're gonna talk about fitness today. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, we're gonna talk about fitness today since we've what? we've been doing episodes that aren't fitness related so much. What what I uh, I wanted to mention, and this is uh, something that Justin, this is your wheelhouse, bro. What? I'm, I'm listening to. I want to say Fighter and the Kid. I'm not 100 percent sure, so don't quote me. Great on. show, oh, by the yeah, way. Yeah, 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 love Fighter and the Kid. Uh, that's probably. You I would think might all, be right. I that's think, the that's, that's the best po- podcast. I would yeah. I would say that's our favorite podcast besides yeah. ourselves. <laughs> 
because 90% of the time, if you get in the car, yeah, we all have that car, good narcissism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the other day, Sal and I are driving somewhere, and I'm wanting to listen to Fight of the Kid, and he's only, and he gets like, through, like I've already heard this. No, no, no I don't want to put on Mind Pump. I'm like, dude, you really want to listen to Mind Pump, bro? We're so good. I'm like, I'm like seriously? We're so good. So what were they doing on the show? What were they talking about? So they were talking about, uh, I believe they were alluding to, though they didn't use the terminology of HRV training, Okay. Um, they were talking about just uh, the fighters, and you know, oh, we're, it's crazy where science is at, how much we've learned, and what we're what we're doing as far as tracking and this and that. Yeah, and that's like the next metric. Which I, 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 you know, I think it's, and this is why I wanted to talk about this. Is I feel like maybe we haven't talked enough about this because to me, it's not. I mean, the fact of fighter and kid, they, you, they didn't even seem to know too much about it. Uh, we've talked about HRV before. What yep. does HRV stand for, Justin? Uh, Is it heart rate? rate? Yeah, variable training. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, explain it. You explained it. So I know very little about this. Um, yeah, Super believe cool. it or not, Sal doesn't, doesn't know. know. It's fucking crazy, <laughs> but it's reality. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so go ahead and uh, sit this one out there, Doctor Sal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, HRV. Yeah. Um, basically, like I don't know how long ago, but like for uh, whenever the Russians dominated like the Olympics for mm-hmm. for that time period, you know they were testing their athletes all kinds of different ways, and I believe it stemmed from that. I oh don't wow! Know. Back in the seventies, then yeah, I think it's even further. Than, yeah, I don't know. I think 60s. it was yeah sixties. Wow. I, I'm, I'm guessing. This is me not totally Wikipediaing or anything right now. Okay. Um, but basically, like um, they they came up with this. They used an EKG machine beforehand uh-huh. to kind of to to track, you know, to kind of find out like where uh, you know athletes when they're getting stressed or, or you know just just patterns as far as like you know what the heart rate was going mm. through and all these things. So it's it, it, it's more based off of like this this aggregated amount of data that uh, you can you can use to find these patterns and find when it's optimal, uh, you know, to rest versus to, you know, go ahead and perform at an intense oh, pace. Oh, shit, that's awesome. Yeah. So so by by measuring the, and I'm assuming the variable, the, the variability between heart or heart rhythm, mm-hmm. they can determine how, how this rested person's, you are. Yeah, this person's rested. This person can train really exactly. hard. And you know why that sounds awesome to me? Because be, before that or besides that, it's all subjective. And a uh-huh. lot of times athletes are like, I feel great. I know I've done that a million times. I'm going to go crazy. That's why, I've, yeah, I keep kind of bringing it up like subtly like as we as we talk about uh, things because like it is, it's very interesting to me because it's it's a new metric. It's something that, um, yeah, like in, inherently I think a lot of athletes and, and other people that like lift constantly, they just know when their body tells them like it's that whole thing your body's talking to you, mm-hmm. right? And and that's really like the only sort of measure I can see applying to that. That's like that's and it's objective. And it's objective. You do have a, you do have an actual number that they can uh, that coordinate for you. So basically, um, and and this is where my mind goes into like our programming of how we do things, right? Which uh, totally falls in line with that because um, you know we're. We're more focused on, um, you know, performing, but then recovering and, and but also staying active. And so, you know, for 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 this to give me a number to say, hey, you know, maybe I want to kind of use this as a trigger session or something like that today. You know, that's interesting to me. So how would do they have any is, is there are there any devices or any tools? Yeah, they, they, they color. So they, they have ones that color code and stuff. Like yeah. Cool. So I actually yeah, there's this great company, iThleet. 
I T H, you know, leet. So mm-hmm. like, um, yeah. So you guys can like fi- f- finish the rest of that. <laughs> I'm talking to children. Um, but basically, they uh, they they're able to kind of use uh, modern day tools. So you got your iPhone, and and they had this jack that um, uh, will basically sync up to a heart rate monitor. Like, so if it's a chest strap, uh, I do believe they have a. Um, a measure, so I think they might use LED with it to, to capture uh, from the from your fingertip, uh, or actually, this yeah, it's the flash from your from your the camera. Oh, on your what? Phone. So you can? It's an app. Mm-hmm. Wow. You have an app that yeah will 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 be able to communicate uh, with whatever heart rate measuring device you've been using. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, you do it first thing in the morning, and you kind of find out where you're at as far as your HRV score. And then, uh, and then you proceed to to work out accordingly. So, dude, this is taking it to another level. Oh, what's so badass about this is, you know, I've seen, I've seen I don't know if it's the same company Justin's talking about, um, where they they make it very simple. So it's like red, yellow, yes, and then green. Yeah, green means you're like fully rested. You're rested. You're, you're rested. You're ready to fucking, take on. You're you ready know, for your a, CrossFit a, a workout. Good workout. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had yeah. to throw that in there. <laughs> you're no, ready, but you're, yeah, you're very focused, specified workout. Yes, to, yeah, to at, help you advance. At green, you're be you're, good at something. Get after it. Yellow, it's kind of like okay, you're you're you've banged up a little bit, but you're still okay to go. But maybe that should not be your most intense workout of the week. And then red is you're probably better off resting than you are even going in. <clears> so now this brings up some yep. interesting questions for me. So. <clears throat> Some people would look at that and say, okay, always train. Wait till you're in the green before you train hard. Um, but there's something to be said about training when you're not fully recovered. Or, or 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 maybe not. Maybe that is the best time to train. I would like to see some studies behind this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like well, saying the best time to train is actually um, in the yellow zone. Or if, or if you're in the yellow zone, you have to train at this intensity. If you're green at this intensity – because I think people always th- feel that they have to be fully recovered yeah. before they can work out, which is not true. You guys no, know that. No, it's not true. And, and I don't think that you can use it just specifically like that. Like okay. This is like the determiner of like, you know, what your workouts are every time. Mm-hmm. Like I think that it's more of a gauge. Like it actually gives you a sort of barometer of like where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know that you might be lagging a bit today, but you're going to have to like overcome that in your workout um, is how I look at it, you mm-hmm. know, from, from that aspect. But, um, it's just interesting because, yeah, like you said, there isn't a whole lot of like real lengthy study out there other than uh, studies conducted that, you know, are, are pretty recent. Um, but, yeah, there's no long term study. So it's nothing. that Yeah. You- and plus, you got to also take into consideration goals, too. So it's right. It's very generic. Yeah. Right now it's a broad. It's, yeah. It's very, 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 very. You Five know, years from now, this is going to be pretty. But yeah, that's why I'm dialed. so interested in it. Yeah, because it, it, it's heading the right direction it's, for sure. It for sure is is now trying to to understand like, and this is where I I see technology really sort of applying to finally catch up to to our our human body. Uh, it's it's this biofeedback. You know, it's it's all this stuff that like, um, you're you're able to now like quantify all these different things like you know whether it's steps whether it's you know the amount of activity per day it's calories yeah before you know, it was like you you had to kind of rough eyeball. yeah i mean you really had to do a lot more groundwork like you had to write it all out and like you'd have to go like 
you know, to the grocery store, like wouldn't even give you accurate information because they weren't, there weren't any laws or anything really for that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, they, they definitely have worked uh, on that and, and mm-hmm. it's gotten better, mm-hmm. um, you know, to reveal like quality information, but it's just, it's just, that's kind of the world that, that we're, we're going towards. Like it's going to be this, uh, this thing now where like you're, you're going to have a pretty good understanding of, of your, your own specific habits and your nature. And so, you know, to crack one little thing is going to be, uh, so much more beneficial to you. Um, because now like you see how that one thing, it's like this huge thing in the long term. And so, uh, if you can, if you can systematize like, uh, you know, your programming accordingly, uh, you're really going to benefit. And I think that it's it's going to do us a lot of good. However, right now it's super distracting. And I feel like the the mediums that it, that it's using right now are are very distracting. So like if I have to keep checking back to my phone back and forth uh, and use it while I'm moving and all this kind of stuff, so that doesn't work. Right. You know, so there's been advances with, you know, watches and things like that that you're wearing which is great and all that kind of stuff but you know it it has to be it has to be automated and so you know it's gonna it's gonna go in that direction and sensors are gonna become a part of everything so So, this and get ready this brings me back to um and i know doug's gonna get mad at me for doing this because we're not supposed to um refer to other episodes but we did another episode where this is where i was just talking about what i believe the the future of uh the way we eat and consume and stuff is because Uh like you just said we're we're, the ability to quantify this uh the biofeedback that we get right now right now it's all um yeah i think i feel good or Mm -hmm. oh i think that makes me feel this way or oh i'm pretty sure whenever i eat this or do that i'm this where you know, in time, mm-hmm. well, you're gonna know. Yeah, you we can eat. test for intolerances yeah, and like, yeah, just, get real specific with that's what DNA makes me, matching. Or, makes me believe we will be. It'll be different. You know, you'll look at food. You'll look at things like that differently uh, because we will know. We'll know. Right where right now, there's just still this debate about everything. Where it's like, no, real soon here, we're gonna we're gonna be able to, to track and quantify all those things and mm-hmm. and when we can, it's gonna be you'll you'll look you'll I think the other end will look silly. The people that choose to continue to go being Americans and just eat whatever the fuck you want to eat and just oh I'm, everyone's gonna die anyway, so you know I'm gonna die enjoying myself. That attitude is gonna go away. We're like. Well, hey, idiot! You have no idea that we could do this, this, and this. And if you just paid attention to that for the rest of your life, you actually could live a, not only a longer life, but probably a, a, a lot happier and healthier, you know, and a lot more functional. So, mm-hmm. you know, I definitely see that. What I do see, though, and here, you know, here's your mind, publishers. Here's a, you know, give you a heads up when this happens. When you do, when everyone does start to hear about it, you heard about it here probably first or maybe second. Uh, but when it does start getting big and start talked about, you watch, they'll put a spin on it just like everything else. HRV will come out and it'll be like the next best way the be to be all end all. Yeah, the be all end all. If you're in the red, you have no business training because we've, you know, like. It, it sounds to me like it's it's going to be an advanced tool. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? It, it absolutely. Like it's, it's, ir- it's in the irrelevant. It's, it's just like writing down uh, your food for the week. Yeah. You know, like you have to have commitment to do that. And you have to know what it means. And you have to know what it means. Yeah. yeah. You have to be educated somewhat on like why, like what, like yeah. what to eat and why to eat, you know, where exactly. you stand. So anyway, yeah, it definitely has 
you know, advanced and it's called HRV feel to it. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I see it more as a benefit to athletics than I do your average just gym going person. Uh, that's what I mean. Like when you're yeah, looking I don't for think that it's, real, I don't really think it's like if I'm just trying to lose aver- weight or you know what I mean. Like I would it's, say the it's average not person, real relevant. Yeah, because I would say the average person uh, probably doesn't need to worry about getting in the red. No, right. But no. the the gym rats and the hardcore yeah. people that's the pro that's always the problem. Yeah, I doubt the they yeah. work hard enough. Yeah, and, right, and yeah. yeah, and and once again going back to the it's more sports performance, right? If you're an yeah. athlete, if you're a competitor, who well, this is like, why I'm so, like I just I love it because ne- then if this takes more limelight, it's gonna it's gonna really bust all this like CrossFit mentality of like you know super like I'm ready for anything intensity. I'm yeah. at 100 throttle all the time, which is total bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you know, I'm ready to explode and burn out. Good yeah. job. Yeah, um, yeah. Guess what? I have like a full tank, and I'm ready to charge. Yeah. You know, like because I'm smart. <laughs> um, yeah, so that that's what I want to combat with. I mean, I can't wait, dude. Like it, it's gonna take, and and, and you'll see it. Like like. I also was talking to Luke to you guys a little bit about Exos and like the like it's a training system. It's out of Google, I believe, and they they're trying to create this like ultimate you know training facility that like uh, you know data analysts and all these people are there collecting all this information and, and uh, they're wearing specific body suits and uh, you know it's getting like super ridiculous. It's all all the stuff you see on that like uh, sports science. Uh, lab, yeah. you know, and like do all those cool experiments and like, you know, what, what your force yeah, is I, and, yeah, this exa- and like how I, much your ground force exactly. is. Exactly. I think all that stuff will benefit advanced athletes and advanced trainers. I do not think it'll really have Absolutely. much. Absolutely. I, I think, mean, there might be some carryover in terms yeah. of how, like, like, like we understand how to train people. We understand how uh, intensity can be abused. We understand, you know, how the body responds, especially how to train a beginner. Um, so maybe this kind of information will be the subjective data that then will become more mainstream. Well, that's what I think. You know what I think that because technology is is more accessible, like that kind of uh, data, it, like it's not going to be that hard because you can have it on your phone. You know what I mean? Like but it'll be as easier before. For, yeah, you had to have these elaborate sensors yeah. like all over your body. It'll be easier for a person to be like, "You're a shitty trainer. I'm looking at my data exactly. here." And you just fucked me up. And, and seriously, but that's why if you're not listening to this show, uh, you're going to get left in the dust. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you got to stay on top of the times. Speak, speaking of which, we got to tell our um, our fans to, like, be cool, man, to the new fans coming in. Oh, yeah. You see that <laughs> on the I kinda, on the Q&A one? Well, yeah, I, I thought it was funny. It was it hilarious. Was, it was a great but little... The, Debacle yeah. I that I yeah. saw there. Should we answer some questions? We might as well. Yeah. Well, Doug. since you kind of just alluded to that right yeah. there, we probably should go yeah, that direction. Wanna, Doug, why don't you uh, read off some questions that we can answer? Yeah, we've got uh, one from Squally Boo Boo, and this is the one that actually <laughs> started all the uh, a little bit of commotion. Commotion, in the, yeah, on the Instagram page. <laughs> His question was, "What is the best <laughs> split for beginners looking for strength and size?" So, so he got hammered a little bit because uh, we've talked about we we talk about this all the time, and so our fans are like, "You obviously don't <laughs> listen to Mind Pump, <laughs> Brutal. Come on, guys, come on, guys, be nice. Yeah, just you uh, know, 
You, you should you should point to a specific episode. Or Be something nice to squat a bit. Well, yeah, exactly. Remember, I mean, some of you guys have been with us since the beginning. God, we're on like a hundred. What are we? One hundred and forty? Where are we at, Doug? Dude, episodes? I think one hundred forty-five. Cranking them out like that. Yeah, one hundred forty-five episodes. I mean, Sal will not shut the fuck up. We have to come. <laughs> to this, we continually have to come to this studio more and more. We're capturing every. Originally, when we started this project, Justin and I committed to twice a week. That's it. Now yeah. we're up to four times a week. This is ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> Sal just has way too much to talk about. So. Yeah. But if you are gonna, <laughs> I I, I think it's kind of funny. I kind of like it because I kind of feel like, you know, uh, you see you see those guys up there like Ian and stuff who's been with us from the beginning. Right. Man, I, I, I like do your homework. Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of like uh, I, I feel a little no, lo- it's all a, good. A little loyalty yeah. towards the the guys that have been. You know, at one oh, yeah. at one but, point, yeah, yeah. you know, he's new. Yeah. Come on, guys, he's yeah. new. <laughs> and and I think I think that's the part where I think we'll definitely answer his question because I think it's an opportunity for us to. Talk about splits. Also talk about the way uh, we created and designed maps because uh, ultimately um, splits are really uh, splits are for kids. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, m- most <laughs> that was for Justin. I knew hey, Justin uh, would catch that yes. one. Yeah, he mo- went right over Sal's head though. Mo- no uh, tricks. Okay, good. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. Silly rabbit. So, so best split. Uh, most people, most not all, but most people will respond best. To a full body routine, uh, two to three days a week. Most people, period. Um, it, it allows you to train the body parts more frequently. It allows you to do the big core lifts more frequently. Um, your uh, your body will respond better. Um, you're not destroying a body part to where you can only train it once a week. Um, you know, muscle. You know, in terms of protein synthesis and whatnot within a muscle, it's it peaks at about seventy two hours and it starts to drop. Boom! You hit it again. So, so full body routines tend to tend to work best for most people. And we've had a lot of people switch now, and we're getting. What are they all saying? When yeah. we, we see it, and these are experienced people, people who yeah. would not you would yeah, not expect to ever go back. Time. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, oh it my makes, god, it, it makes an amazing difference. So, yeah. you know, so like like typical Try it. typical full body workout. You know, you start with squats. You know, move to a back exercise, a chest exercise, shoulders, biceps, triceps, do some core and some calves, and you're done. One exercise per body part, three sets each. Don't go to failure. That's your basic full body routine. There's also you can break it up into upper lower body, but you kind of get the you kind of get the idea. Now the program that you know the the program that we designed maps is based around that, but it goes much more into depth. We also break the workouts down into phases, into different types of muscle adaptation. Everything from central nervous system adaptation to muscle fiber hypertrophy to sarcoplasmic hypertrophy. Those those complicated terms all refer to different types of uh, different ways that muscles respond to and grow and get stronger. Um, and then we included something called trigger session concept, which maintains that muscle building signals on the day off, on the days off. Um, it, you know, um, kind of like active recovery. So on the days off, you're not necessarily resting; you are stimulating the muscles. But to a much lower degree. So, just that's kind of a general breakdown, I guess, of the maps program. Well, I think a good point to say to our buddy who's asking this right now too is that if if you ever were to ask this to a trainer or anybody for that matter, and they give you a direct answer, oh, this is the best, uh, right? Yes, you know, right. or yes. this this is what you the gotta, only way. This yeah, is what moving. you got. This is what you got to do. Yeah, that's an instant red flag. You know, when you're when you're talking about something, when you're talking about the body. When we're, de- when we're dealing with uh, science and something that's always evolving and changing and adapting, like there's, there is no like the holy grail of right. a workout because it that's the trick is that 
too many know. variables. Everybody, yeah. Everybody's presenting, you know, from, from whatever, environmental, genetics, you know, you name it. Exactly. And I feel like this is this is a lot about what Mind Pump, what MAPS, what what, what this is all about is, you know, we all came together for a reason and, and we created this for this exact reason is because we, we knew that, okay, between the three of us that we, you know, we already had this uh, network of people and relationships that we've built in the Bay Area, plus that we've extended beyond that within the competing world and social media and yada, yada. It would have been very easy for us to design a the golden workout or the best workout and to present a bunch of of our clients success stories and put up a bunch of pictures and sell the shit out of a program over and over and over to people. But that was not what the goal was. The idea was to educate people on the way the, the way you're supposed to train the body. And the way you're supposed to train the body is uniquely to every person listening right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. there, there's general there's general <laughs> You know, and I say general again because it's not 100%, but there's general truths, okay? So when I say a full body, you know, three-day-a-week full body routine, usually that's best. For most people, that's what we've seen. Um, but And I said this on the forum, too. Somebody asked me, uh, you know, Sal, why why are full body routines so much more effective? And, of course, this person now has, has tried them. And I said to them, you know, I gave them the reasons, but I did say to them, there are people out there who are going to respond best to a you know traditional bodybuilding split where they work one body part a day you know each day um every, you know and like like Adam was saying it, it's it, it can be quite unique there are general truths but between individuals the variance can be dramatic it can be huge so we're going to give you uh, you know based on our experience and what the science says how most people are going to respond. But then what you need to do is you need to, you know, go with that, take our advice because we know what we're talking about, especially if you're a beginner. And once you do it for a little while, you'll start to learn your body a little bit. Don't be afraid to experiment and to change and to try, you know, different things for yourself to see what works because I've been training for a long time, a long time. And um, I really know my body pretty well now, way more than I knew my body even five years ago. Yeah, you know, and so. I, I think it's it, it's important. To just it, it's the foundation is what it is. Right, right, right. You yeah. know, I, I don't even like telling people like, oh, it's, you know, you know, there's this or do that instead. No, yes, yeah, start what you, on the right foot. Yes, you, you know? should do this no matter what. Yeah, I don't you, care what your you goal should always is. experiment with that first. Is what we're trying to say, and that that that's how we do it across the board. Whether it's nutrition, you know, training, uh, whatever it is, how to be a better person. Uh, you know, these are just some some of the core values that that we see that uh, have science behind them, or you know, we've experimented personally with, and we have, you know, I mean, I'm I got twelve, you know, fifteen, whatever, you know, how many years we all have in the industry? That's a lot more time than I'm sure most people that are going to ask us questions, and we see it every single day. Like mm-hmm. you know, the experience is. It's very powerful. It's it's something that like I, I I didn't really consider as much like when I was first starting, but like just to see it on a daily basis, like it literally like I haven't done anything else. You know, this is all I've been doing, and so you know, if you're gonna ask me a question, like I'm sorry, but I kind of know more than you. <laughs> <laughs> just FYI, well put. But yeah, so you, you, you for you, a lack of better words. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So uh, I'm done. Yeah. So ho- hopefully <laughs> that, that an- hopefully escape. that answers your question, um, squalid boo boo. Um, but if you want more specifics um, and something that's totally detailed, broken down, and gives you you know examples and videos, uh, uh, demos and whatnot, 
Um, go to mindpumpradio.com. That's where the program's available. So far, every single person that's purchased it has um, has been very, very satisfied. So, all right, uh, Doug, what do we what do we got? Uh, Cassidy H six two six. Is this our girl? Yes, it is. Cassidy, yo. Favorite mental lifting cues, especially for the big compound lifts. Mm. Oh, okay. So, like, this is like when Adam pinches his nipples before he does calf raises. No, oh, right. No, yeah. no, oh, no, no. I see him doing that. <laughs> it's kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know why I though. That was a physique thing, though. Uh, it just yeah. helps yeah, me. It helps me squeeze. Get a better squeeze for some reason. Uh, so do you put your belt on and wrist wrap and then, like oh, let's do this? <laughs> Chalk up your nipples. Well, why don't we go through some exercises and you guys can tell me some some cues and tips that you guys you guys give for that? So well, let, let's start with the big ones. Okay. Uh, let's go with like a deadlift. Okay. What do you, what do you guys have for smelling salts? <laughs> yeah. What are your mental cues for? For deadlift. Okay, so uh, one of the things though I, I tell a client before we're even trying to feel or get a, a cue like that is um, is the rotating of the hips out before they get over. Um, typically, when like people stick the butt out, yes, and that's actually what I say because if you tell someone to uh, you know rotate your hips, that, that doesn't they have make no sense. idea what you mean. Yeah, so I normally visually show them and I normally you know exaggerate what I'm doing and stick my butt way out and mm-hmm. be like, I like, yeah, I like to make sure they they take the bar all the way to the shin, like mm-hmm. they they start from a, a really really close position, and so like it's all about that that first that line. So I'm drawing that line vertical up to the ceiling. So you use a line as a cue? Yeah. Tell them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell a client. Um, so I'll get him in position with the deadlift. And then I'll tell them to, rather than pretend, rather than try to lift the bar off the ground, push through the floor. Yeah. With their legs. That's a good one, too. I use that. Because. Yeah. Um, you push your heels down in the ground. Yeah, like you're, like you're pushing extend down. Extend your hips into the bars. <laughs> yeah. you're Keep your arms straight yeah. and just push down into the floor like you're pushing the floor down. And I tell this to clients because. Um, when clients try and deadlifts, it turns into a really ugly, you know, back rounded type yeah. of deal. Mm-hmm. Now for me, when I deadlift, I don't use that cue anymore because I know what I'm doing. For me, I use mental, uh, some mental things that I do with, with myself is I'll picture, um, I'll pretend like the, the weight is glued to the floor and I need to rip it off the floor or pretend I'm lifting something off of someone like, oh shit, this car stuck on someone. I'll use these kind of mental games on myself. To pick up mm, a heavy weight. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, uh, that's different. That's a little off that. I do kind of like that, like the rip off the ground. Yeah. I, 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 I grab the bar things. and I pretend like the, the bar is either nailed yeah, to the like floor. Yeah, like pounded into the ground yeah, and like, like rip it out. Like I got to yeah. just rip it. And once I rip it off, it's going to come up real easy. Yeah. Because I because I I know for me that with the deadlift, I've, I've, whenever I fail. driving force into the ground. Yeah. Once I get it off the floor, sometimes I'll get stuck like three inches off the floor. Uh-huh. But if I, in my head, I'm mentally saying the hardest part is the floor. If I can rip this off the floor, it's going to come up quick, and so that's what I that's what I do in my head. I always, with a with a deadlift. What else is like this? Squat. Well, maybe even maybe even a bench press. Maybe uh, th- those movements um, because you're you're generating a lot of power and force to do them right, um, especially if you're lifting heavier in phase one. Uh, one of the mental cues I I think of is I I immediately. Uh, th- think about contracting my abs and tightening my stomach up mm. and that right. the butt pucker yeah, yeah so like let's say like your deadlift like you're talking about right <laughs> the, the butt pucker right you, yeah. you like let's talk about the deadlift right we just talked about all our cues and, 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 and we get our form in there right like so my hips are rotated out justin bring the bar in close so you're drawing that line straight up you know sal's thinking about ripping off the floor so you, you're in position you're ready to go and instantly right before i pull up and move the first thing i think of is my abs 
Tighten the core. Brace. Tighten the, bracing. Yeah. 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 That, I mean, yeah, that's part of it for sure. So, cause I, cause the way you, if you think about it, like you, you've got everything in position, you're in good form. Mm-hmm. You're not moving yet. Yeah. You're in good form. And what's going to keep you in that good form more than anything else is that transverse abdominus, right? The, so the other thing that I just remember that I just started doing recently, and I'm routinely now pulling five, you know, just for workouts, five twenty and above. And um, before I would always do my heavy single sets would be with like 500, which is not my max, but that's where now I'm like in the five. I'm getting stronger. And so my grip is becoming more of an issue only because I didn't think about it before. Like I would just hold the bar. Now I, I what I'm noticing is, is uh, I started to lose the bar a little bit because I didn't focus on it in the very beginning. Mm. So now what I'm doing right before I lift the, the bar is I squeeze the shit out of the bar and then I deadlift and it just it yeah. seems to stick better. Sometimes I'll do that. I'll just, Cause I'll, I I'll do a little lift. So I'll, I'll lift it just a little bit off the ground, I'll put it down, and then I kind of have like a feel of it, uh-huh. and then I pound it, yeah, yeah and try and get it. <laughs> it it's kind of what I do in the bedroom. Too. <laughs> <laughs> just He's, put it in a little gets, bit, and then a, I pound it. He gets a feel for it. <laughs> uh, oh, Is that a good cue? Yeah. Oh, this right, guy, Doug. you shave his balls and listen to him. Yeah. All right, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> so the, that's is that we only gonna go over those. Oh, we should do more. Uh, yeah, we're gonna oh, just, what about well, like a sweat? power clean. That's that's too long winded for me to get going on that one. But what about a bench press? Bench press, yeah, bench be okay. press. So yeah, bench think, press. I have one. I I, I tend uh, not to do a lot with that. I just go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not everybody's as awesome as you are. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. kind of like what you said. Like you know, I don't really think about it anymore. When yeah. I first started, for sure. Like you know, I was I was making sure my hands were in a specific position. You know, shoulder blades retracted. I'm I'm ready to go. So what I do, I'll 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 pull my feet back so my my legs are kind of tight. I yeah. tense my glutes, tense my legs. I put oh. my heels down so everything's yeah, yeah. my fired up with my exactly. legs. Exactly. Yes. And then I pretend la- and I squeeze my shoulders blades back and then down. I activate my yes. lats. Yes. So it's like I'm doing a downward uh, lat pull down and then I do my bench press. Now my shoulders been is not 100. percent I haven't really been able to lift super heavy so. Heavy for me now is not like it used to be. Heavy for me now is like 220, 230, 240, maybe 250, and that's it, which is kind of weak for what I used to do. But what about you, Adam? Well, it's not bad for a small guy like you. I think yeah. that's a pretty good good amount of weight. <laughs> <laughs> He's serving a lot of underhanded compliments. Today. <laughs> uh, no, I, you, that's spot on. Uh, exactly how when I bench press, first thing I do, I kind of get my grip in place where I want to, where I want to grab the bar. And then the very next thing after that is I, I roll roll my shoulder blades back and depress them down, and then I'm in that position, you know. And you know, I I have to be honest though, I've never been because just because I've never really been a power lifter or, I, you know, I've trained more power phase in the last two years than I have in my entire life, so I've never been a guy who really gets too much focus on his his footing to get drive more force through his legs, which I know. If I was trying to push, it'll up help, and, dude. Oh yeah, and you, I mean, yeah. I know. Uh, I definitely, I definitely get it. You know, I've, I've kind of done that now, which is weird. So I, I tend to incline bench more than anything else now, mm-hmm. which is completely opposite of how I used to train. I used to train mm-hmm. flat bench all the time. I rarely ever train flat bench right now, and a lot of it is because shoulder. When I start getting heavy yep. weight, yeah, I, I don't, I barely ever bench now too. Yeah, it's, it's a tough it, angle. Yeah, it is. It, it, it puts and, a lot of pressure. And I have to say, I've seen way better results from uh, incline pressing than I than I have from flat. Now, okay, attribute a lot of that to I've been flat for such a long time. Now, all of a sudden, I've seen these huge because before a uh, one eighty five used to be super heavy for me on incline, you know, and now I can I can hit three fifteen on an incline, which I mean I couldn't even do that on flat back in the day, so. 
obviously I've evolved a lot and, and grown a lot over the years, but I also feel like uh, I like the way it just builds my upper chest, shoulder, everything area by from the incline opposed to the flat, and then it gets no stress on the on the shoulders in comparison to what I was I doing. I got to admit something. I what? used to do this crazy-ass ritual before I start uh, <laughs> bench pressing when I was, like, in high school, I think, when I was, like, a, a, a sophomore. <laughs> I used to, like... Like, so I basically was doing like a dynamic stretch, right? I started to bring my hands back and emulate like a, a bench press, but I would do it really fast. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I would hit it like as hard as I could. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a good one. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I got made fun of for that one. But I was like, dude, this is my thing. That's a really and good I'd one. I'd outbench everybody. So. That's a really good one. Yeah. I like that. What about squatting? Probably the most technical out of all these. Squatting, squatting for me is the most of all the big lifts. That's the one I need to prep for the most because it's the most, it's the most difficult for me to do. Even today, it's the most difficult for me to get into, to get into the flow, uh, to squat low without some shit hurting. I have to stretch it. I have to warm up a lot before, you know, before I squat. Um, so I guess when I get into the squat, the the bar positioning on the, on my back, it's got to be kind of it's above my rear delts. And I squeeze the bar with my hands and squeeze my shoulder blades back and I stick my chest out. One of the cues that I use when I squat is to stick my chest out and sit down. Mm-hmm. If it, because otherwise, I'm, I, I can be pretty tight, especially when I first start the sets. That if I don't do that, I'll notice that my scapula will round a little bit. And I can feel the bar feels a little different on my back. Mm-hmm. So I guess for me, that's one of the biggest cues is squeeze the shoulder blades back. Yeah. And, you know, uh, to hold the bar in position. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> I'm, I'm a mess when it comes to squatting. So I have to do a 20-minute warm-up and stretch. And, you know, you made the comment about uh, the other day on one of the podcasts about me, you know, spending 45 minutes in the squat rack. That's a typical squat session for me is 45 minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. It just takes that long for me to really warm it up, get in a groove. Because, I mean, and which is funny because I used to, you know, when I rarely squat, not only would I rarely squat before, but I'd rarely squat and then it would be like five sets and I'm like, I'm the fuck out of here because I'm fucking sweating and tired from this <laughs> tired. shit. Yeah, this shit's making me nauseous. I'm out of here. Where now, like I will, I'll just, I'll take my time. It's it's become uh, a very important goal of mine to uh, improve that. And so I want to get good at it. I want to be a good squatter. I want to get my weight up and strength up. Uh, and I'm working on building my legs even more because of uh, possibly getting into classics next year. So that's all very important to me. So I have to, like you, there's so many. And I have to be honest that, you know, some days I'll, I'll leave and I'll be like, that was a great session. Just no pain. My low back's not on fire. I didn't feel anything in my knees. I was sitting back in the pocket really well. I was I moved good weight. I just felt great. And then other squat sessions I'll have, and I'll be like, I got through it, you know? Yeah. But it was like, eh. What's your See, wh- that's like my HRV, you know? Like, I have that same thing, like, where I have good days and I have bad days. I always feel like as long as there's a mirror, I can keep myself in pretty good Yeah, but check. you're a pretty natural squatter. Yeah. Well, it. I mean, it's not – it doesn't take a long time to ramp up, but sometimes I'll jump too quickly, and then, you know, I'll feel the pressure in my knees. I, I tore my MCL when I was in, mm. in college and stuff, so it uh, – that that kind of stuff will will come back, you know, to haunt me if I jump too rapidly. So I do have to ramp it up at a gradual pace. But um, yeah, as far as the, the mechanics go, I just it just sort of fits into place, and I go. Where do you? Where's your weakest links with the squat? Because I know for me, it's like the thing I got to warm up the most is my hips. 
Mm. Oh, like, yeah. It's my hips. Oh, yeah. It's not my knees. It's not my, everything. I got to get warmed up, but it's my fucking hips that, yeah, that tend to be a pain in the ass. Really? Oh, is yeah. it your knees? Uh-huh. Yes. I, I literally. Yours is the hips too. I, I make love to my IT and piriformis and hip flexors for literally <laughs> 20 minutes, dude. Yeah. I have to. I mean, it's all hips for me. If I do not open that all up, I'm a nightmare. He does it with the rumble roller. Yeah, dude. I do the nasty roller and everything. <laughs> and then I do deep stretching like. It's a, it's quite the routine to me. And then you want to know something funny, and I don't know what the, what what this is, is the first couple sessions or the first couple li- uh, uh, sets that I do light to kind of warm up are actually more painful, more difficult for me than when I get heavy. You know why? Same here. You're, I bet your form is better with heavy weight. Yes, than it, me it is. too. It's because you're tight. Yeah. So that the heavy weight is is literally forcing you into a fucking squat. <laughs> yeah. Whereas the light, if I get into a, like a light bar and try and squat low. I end up doing a good morning half the time and shit because I'm I'm tight, so it's a tightness issue. You know what would be good for us, dude? I hate yeah, to say it, bro. Stretching and yoga, yoga, mobility. I, I'm telling you right now, if we can ever make the time to do consistent yoga, like two days a week, I bet you it would freaking take us so oh, yeah. much further with our yeah, weights. You guys, well, if we, you guys wouldn't have to have that whole you know process going into. Oh my god, that would yeah. be so awesome! I just imagine. Nice you know, be great. Ready to go. You what? know, it'd be great. What if we had like a good yoga instructor that's a listener? Who would like to offer their services and uh, train Salad Adam and for us to yeah to report on how well how, how awesome it was? Oh, train Salad Adam, be great? Yeah. That, that would be great. Sal and Adam doing yoga. Oh God, God that would be awesome. Hey, go. you know what? But though? we have to wear Lululemon if we do. I'll right? stick to my stuff. <laughs> when we, <laughs> uh, that's why I was so excited about the stick mobility to come because once that comes, I feel like it's like masculine yoga. Exactly. It's, I like the yoga, dude. Problem is, it's a bunch of dudes doing it. Yeah, the teaching. I'm not going to do the yoga. I'd much dude. rather have stick the mobility all day. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Do we have any more questions, Doug? Yeah, we do. Reggie underscore Aloha wants you to debunk negative calories. Oh, negative calorie foods? Yeah. Uh, Apparently, people are talking about it, and he uh, wants you to- So I that. ate that, and then a black hole went inside my body. So let me let me, let me me <laughs> get this straight, because I just want to be clear on it before I talk about how silly this is. Is So the theory is that you eat something, and because it takes more calories to chew the food and digest it- Than the food actually contains. Than the food actually contains, it's considered a negative calorie. Right, and so- mm. So what the fuck is like that? I don't know, <clears throat> bubble gum? Like celery or- Okay, so- oh, Okay, okay. Okay. All right. So, so this—that's the theory. In retro, in in reality, no, it doesn't work that way. Um, they say, okay. So, if that was true, then what we could do is we can drink freezing cold water because your body has to heat it up, right, mm-hmm. uh, all day long, and we should be able to burn a few hundred calories. But water more. isn't calories. That's what I mean. Yeah. Therefore, right. it would have negative calories. Oh, so it's see? negative yeah. after the zero. Yeah. It, whatever negative calorie effect you may get from doing eating celery or something. Number one, probably not true. But number two, let's say if it was, um, the effect would be so nominal. Nominal, it'd be stupid. Well, it'd yeah, be it would be like it would be like. I point, mean, how much of it would you have point, to eat? Point five calories or something. <laughs> yeah, be, like how much would you have to eat to, in order to freaking make that make a difference? Well, I, we could. Like I could tell you right now. I mean, you could, well, I could roughly guesstimate for you. Uh, chewing a let's say a, a whole fucking head of uh, freaking uh, what'd you say lettuce uh, or, or celery, celery or yeah a whole a thing lot of, of freaking you know lettuce. I mean that I mean uh, let's be honest if you if you sat down and you went through every one every one of the celery sticks <laughs> I wish you guys would just saw that <laughs> yeah right that was, that was a bad visual he was going <laughs> his hand was ow, going ow, to ow, his ow. face less teeth yeah uh, so I mean I don't it, want yeah well give me a time frame what do you guys Still think chewing that would there. take uh, fucking maybe three 
three minutes for you to eat a whole thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Of nonstop chewing. And, and well, it. nonstop jumping jacks for fucking yeah, yeah. three minutes is only going to burn like fucking fifty calories. So <laughs> ima- imagine what chewing just with your jaw. So point five calories. Yeah, one po- calorie. Yeah, let's just say one. Yeah, let's just say it burns uh, one. One. Yeah, it's negative one calorie. Okay. Well, negative one calorie. Let's see. That's going to take uh, thirty five hundred days of consistently doing that for it to burn one pound of fat off your mm. body. Mm. So, so that's a lot of so thirty five hundred. Well, are they talking about too like with the negative calorie? Are they talking about like something like alcohol where it puts your body like it slows your metabolism and all that kind of stuff? I've heard like a uh, does alcohol make you leaner? Stupid dude! Like seriously, like I heard some some wacky theory about that. I have no idea. That is yeah. a definitely. I've heard wacky about cold. I've heard about people cold water drink cold water speeds up your metabolism. You know. Um, of all the things you could do to affect your body composition, if I made a list of 50 things... They wouldn't even come close to the list. It wouldn't make the list. If I made yeah. a list of um, 100,000 things, it wouldn't be on that list. So it's... it's it's Yeah, don't waste your time with that kind of stuff. It's bologna. Yeah. And bologna is not a negative calorie food. Yeah, no. It is not a... Except yeah, when it has olives in it, because then I throw it up. You don't hey. like olives in your... Uh, no, like, I'm just like lunch like bologna. Hey, I, I want to. I wanted to. It's the nasty meat. <laughs> that's a, that's what Adam calls it. Oh, <laughs> so, I I wanted to uh, say thanks to all the people that have been um, getting on to our iTunes review and reviewing us on iTunes. Um, it's made a huge difference. Uh, not only have we jumped, keep doing it. Yeah, if you're listening to this right now, which I know, you know what? Actually, I'm talking to you right now. I'm talking to you right now. Oh, shit, he got serious. Here we well, go. there's, there's, we have 150 or so reviews on iTunes, and trust me, I, I know how many downloads and listens we have. So there's a huge portion of you guys that have not been on iTunes to review us and give us some love. You guys give us some love like that. It helps all of us out. helps us continue to uh, produce more things for all you guys' listeners. Here's how you do it on your phone. Go on the podcast icon, click on it, search for Mind Pump, even though you might be subscribed. you got to go to the search function, type in Mind Pump, Click on the icon, and then you'll see a section that you can click on reviews. That's the only way to leave reviews on your iPhone. Yeah, so remember that. That's what you have to do if it's on your iPhone. You cannot just go click it. I think everybody I've talked to, they're like, I'm clicking on the icon. You can't just click on it if you already subscribe. You have to pretend like you've never heard of Mind Pump. Search for it. Search for it, and then you click the icon, and then you'll see the tab that's And then you up. can leave a review. Uh-huh. Yeah. And maybe, maybe... Maybe Salami Stabone will... Uh, that's, I left, throw a, I left the review at Salami I did. Oh, I put that. Maybe oh, if you leave a really good one, Doug might... Uh, I don't know. What do you want to do, Doug? Send him a naked picture of yourself? That's a good idea. That sounds like a good idea. You have mm, a bunch of Let's bring the, that back. In my drawer, I need to get rid of. <laughs> you, <laughs> st- you printed them out? <laughs> you know. They must be old. Is he on, on a swing <laughs> on must... every one of them? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he likes to swing a lot. But I like the one on the rocking horse. Well, we will be... <laughs> yeah. I, I suppose we can revamp our contest here again. You want to give out some, some stuff? Yes, we, we'll give out some stuff. For, some so swag. Let's uh, let's set a deadline for this thing. Uh, let's put it at the end of September. Okay, end of September sounds like a song. It's the end of September. There's no uh, there's November rain. You will never get it back. <laughs> so top three, three. We'll, yeah, top three will get t-shirts once again because that's what we have. T-shirts. <laughs> All right, sign. Make it five. Should we stars. sign the t-shirts? 
Probably not. Hook you no? up. Oh, you we could. Yeah. yeah, let's sign the t-shirts. Okay, sign t-shirts. Sign t-shirts. All right, so, beautiful. Yeah, I'm just gonna outline. What if my they? Car- what if they can say the word? God. What if they can say the word balls three times? No, <laughs> oh, stop that. Stop <laughs> that. No more shenanigans. <laughs> I like when they do that. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.